Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Disgusted with it, and I'm sick of. I've talked about the crap for four hours. Fauci's an asshole. He lost his um, temper a couple times. Rand Paul is showboating. Um, Ted Cruz is showboating, and the per, the Fed that she talked to couldn't say that there was it wasn't Feds who started the January sixth thing. And Ray Epps, etc. Yada 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 yada. George Joe Biden right now is in Georgia. Talking about Jim Crow and how J- Kristen Cinema, Kristen Cinema, and in, in Mansion are purveyors of Jim Crow, and want to hurt black people and keep black people down and put them back in chains, and um, and the Kamala Harris is an idiot, and there's no good thing to talk. Washington D.C. blows in our politics nationally blow, and I'm sick of it. I'm, I I am not. I can't imagine giving a flying f. I can't. I can't. I can't do. I am. Thinking, rethinking, following the news cycle anymore with the show. What's the point? What's the like? What's the point now? The show originally, when it, when I was thinking with my wits, was not going to be five days a week. First of all, second of all, I was trying to make sense of the craziness of the world and anything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have plateaued politically at suck, so that's just where we are. Everything else is a rerun now. The new COVID, the new freaking Omicron. Everybody involved in this. Everybody has been exposed to suck. Walensky sucks. Fauci sucks. He's a punk. These the entire everybody's uh, awestruck by being allowed to work in the White House and or being allowed to work in a big beautiful Beltway marble building. It all sucks. Everything is cynical. They the this they're not going to get a stupid voting bill that we don't need anyway because there was no problem with the freaking voting, uh you know and this is simply the the, the this is this White House front loading a big lie, you know saying that obviously it's big lie everywhere because that's why we have to that change all the voting because he can't hand out a Snickers to some a hole within a hundred feet of the polling place then that's Jim Eagle Jim Crow Jim Eagle Jim Crow. and 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 I'm also you know what I'm sick of I'm sick of like CNN Jake Tapper etc. Saying, wait a second. So wait, just because, and let's be honest here, 
Let's because with a critical eye, let's be honest here, just because you're in the hospital with COVID does not necessarily mean you're in the hospital because of COVID. And them and, and Sanjay Gupta, the biggest pussy in the medical field, saying, well, yeah, Jay, there's some, tr yes, that's right. And I don't want to have, sit around and document the epiphanies of these idiots, these hyperventilating dinkheads from the last two years who are finally coming around to having these epiphanies and wow, we're, that we've been talking about for two years. I hate them all. I hate all of these people. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of Washington, D.C. politics. I'm, 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 I'm sick of, I never want to hear ever again. And also, I don't want to hear my side. I don't want to have, I don't want to talk about ivermectin anymore or um, monoclonal antibodies and, and any of that other stuff. And, you know, what What the Fauci and the WHO was hiding from gain-of-function research and that they're really doing from here and there. And, and the fact that ortho, uh, freaking hydrochloroquine actually does work and they've been using it with vitamin D, D I don't fucking care about any of, any of that. I don't care. I would rather have this earth be nuked right now from above, from space, and just die. I am sick of talking about all of this. Everything is a goddamn retread. There's nothing <clears throat> new to say. We came to the conclusion long ago, okay? Mm -hmm. Trump was an asshole, but his mind, his intentions, and his nationalism was good for the country we need. This the, Biden sucks. He's always sucked. I've known since I watched politics with my dad as a 15-year-old in 1988 that he sucks. We came to the Shattuck Valley consensus there that Biden sucked before I knew anything about him. He was a famous liar and a guy who stole life stories, and he was a hack, and a, it just a... a despicable Washington uh, hack and that's it's it's total another there's nothing there's nothing good to talk about and I hate the chick on who's saying you better love me for my mom body I'm just everybody everybody is just terrible it's just it's just it's it is absolutely just terrible I'm trying to think like what was what was good the whole news cycle following it today <clears throat> Is terrible. And the whole pattern of, well, no, Omicron is almost a blessing that we're getting this, and, but we still must take a step back and remember, these are all the podcasts I listen to, the ones I steal from regularly. We must step back and remember they're still losing 1,800 people a day, and, and that is a tragedy no matter what. But that said, it's almost a it's almost a blessing if you get Omicron, because that way it's, a, it's act, acting as its own therapeutic in a way, giving everybody a, a bit of uh, immunity to this and that, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I'm, I am wholly sick of it i am as sick of it as it, as i would as ever as the listeners you guys were when we were all 16 or 17 years old and we drank a half a bottle of tequila and puked for three days straight and somebody showed you a bottle of tequila the next day and you were like <laughs> get that away from me i never want to see it i'm just this is i am now officially i'm bored by this and it doesn't help that i do it four hours a day in the other show but i'm also bored by doing it there i'm I don't want the moment somebody talk starts talking to me about Tessa ivermectin. I am looking for my uh, Glock and I'm putting it in my mouth and I'm saying, you know what? Maybe this is the moment where I finally end this for myself. So there you go. So that's why. That's why. So there you go. Um, and um, so that's it. On the on the good side, I I. Uh, <clears throat> So does that mean you're just gonna play the exit music now? You're done. <laughs> it's very tempting. On the good side, my um, my appetite is uh, going down. Yeah, I, I think so because you know just other factors aren't when other factors aren't there, etc. There's not enough time, and you nibble here and there. It's with a uh, yeah. Well, and the not drinking. Like last night, you just nibbled some stuff, and then you went to bed. You didn't like make yourself a big bowl of stuff. Right. Yeah. You know. You know that has been waning anyway, <clears throat> just because. Just because it gets sometimes it gets to just to be too late and the, like even though even me I'm like eh, what are we doing here, <laughs> um, so I don't want to I don't want to you know get people down but maybe people feel the same way as me too. Well, I don't well, really I don't like it being four degrees. I'm not great with yeah, that. Yeah, no, the freezing weather is not cool. The Although I had a pretty decent day today because last night I freaked out at everybody in the house. I completely flipped out at everybody. And I took away all the iPads and all the computers and all the TV remotes and I hid them far, far away where nobody will ever find them. And everybody had a great day. In fact, one of the kids told me that he was glad I took them because he was feeling addicted and he had more fun not playing on it. 
So. Well, good. That's... That was nice. And actually, the one who's never happy and complains every day that we didn't do something special and it wasn't a fun day and he hates me and he's never pleased with anything said today was a great day. Good. Even though I took his most prized possession, his iPad, away yeah. from him. These things so. must be done very sparingly. So very sparingly. Th- those are all gone. So that was a happy day. <sighs> yeah. Oh. And um, so that's it. Did any other things hit me today? Uh, no. Go ahead. Anything else up? Oh, not much. I share your boredom with the news cycle. It's like a lot of the same stuff. And I just can't like get that worked up about, especially living in this state. Cause it's like, I can't physically get upset every time I learn about a business that's mandating masks or vaccines. Like I just don't have it in me to be upset about it anymore. Like, I can't. And it's also so predictable now you're seeing that the scuttlebutt of the cdc is going to make official recommendations for kn95s right like fuck you fuck you you people have been calling us liars for a year and a half well we've saying been that s- cloth masks work fabulously well and they're <laughs> wonderful and even great. though we were reading right off the cbc the cdc website it's like you fucking, I'm, but enough. it brings up an interesting so point crazy. because it's like and i read this interesting twitter thread today and it got me thinking that this whole thing is really like a war. Somebody on Twitter called the Democrats the party of kids who love homework. And I thought that that was so apt because it's really, this Mm. is really not a battle along traditional political lines. This is really a battle between people who like a lot of rules and like a lot of literally homework. That's all it is, right? Is it's like, People who have time to figure out what the right masks are and fit test three different masks on their kids or, like, wash special masks and put a filter in them to send their kids to school with every day. Like, it's it's just little things to show that we care for our society or whatever. But, like, I don't have... I don't want to spend my life mask training my 18-month-old. Like, I think that that's, like, a waste of time. And I think a lot of stuff's a waste of time. I know you're big on not wasting time with stuff. But, I mean, it's these things. And I think, like, sort of suburban mid-level professionals are really good at stuff like this. Like, they're really good at, like, talking to the other moms and finding out what are the N95s that fit kids really well and researching and buying them up in a bunch of colors far enough in advance so that you have them when they're out of stock or whatever. You know, that's Yeah, but like, it's more like party planning than health uh, preparation. Right, right. But I think that we live in a society that wants to reward people that are like that even though there's a lot of people that aren't like that right and like and a lot of the people that are good on that are on a battery of ADD drugs and stuff like I know more people in their mm. 30s who've gotten diagnosed with ADD than I knew when I was like in high school and there were a lot when I was in high school but it's been like a whole thing like Women are like, oh my goodness. And I've read some articles about it that there's like this um, slew of women that have decided that they have ADD now in their 30s and that they were just like not diagnosed when they were younger because doctors are sexist or something. But really, it's just because A, Adderall makes you skinny and B, it makes you good at managing a bunch of stuff like that. Party planning and buying up the N95 masks in advance and getting your Christmas cards out on time and all that stuff that, like, people do, right? Executive function, so-called, hmm. right? But, like, not only are there people like you and me who just, like, literally don't care about a lot of that stuff. Like, because, I don't know, we're just bad at it or something, or maybe I should be on ADD meds, I don't know. But, like, it's also, there are a whole bunch of people in society who are just not capable of that type of lifestyle uh <clears throat> of the add lifestyle no no no. there are a whole bunch of people that are not capable of, of not like, having of not of, having a custodian essentially right who who right. can't do all this stuff what, like wait, all what the, stuff are we doing that they can't do no i'm not saying we do it i'm saying like I think there are a whole bunch of people out there who can't really, like, manage their lives, right? Like, the tweet that I saw this about where they were calling them the party of people who love homework, right, was, like, because 
if you go to your doctor and have them order you an over-the-counter FDA-approved mm-hmm. home COVID test, and then you buy that, and then you save the receipt, then you can go to your insurance company, if you're insured, and you can have them reimburse you for the COVID test then. So it's free. Like, good job, Biden administration. But, like, there are a whole bunch of people that are just... Ne- I don't know whether it's, like, unwilling or unable, but, like, there's a bunch of people that can't do that, <clears throat> including probably me, but... Well, you do put your time in on hold, and this would certainly do it. <laughs> well, yeah, I think, and I tend to think I'm probably capable of a lot of that stuff, but I tend to not really care about it very much. But uh, I, whatever I, I it is, that's what I mean. Like, whether it's unwilling or whether it's unable. Like, I think there are a lot of people that are never going to, I mean, like, you know the people who always get the, um, what's it called when you, like, buy something, and if you, like, send in your receipt and a piece of the pack, your proof of purchase, uh-huh. and they'll send you back money, a rebate. That's right. what it is. There's the type of people who send back in rebates and there's the type of people that don't, right? And right, like, of course. And I think the people that really want a lot of COVID stuff, like, I mean, I don't know where my vaccine passport is. So like right. that tells you right there. Like I'm not prepared for the what Ron DeSantis today called the biomedical surveillance state. I'm not. And the, and the biomedical surveillance state rewards a certain type of person. It rewards the type of person who make sure they continue to know where their vaccine passport is. And I'm not that type of person. And I think that that a lot of the people that are those type of people tend to be kind of privileged, if we're going to talk about privilege <clears throat> as a concept. I think there are a lot of people, you know, like I said, whether you know, it's unwilling class privilege, or, un- yeah, whether yeah. it's unwilling or unable, or I don't have time because I'm working three jobs and trying to put food on the table for my kids or what, and living paycheck to paycheck or whatever it is. Like, a lot of people can't don't want to don't have time to live that way right and like the covid thing has exacerbated the difference between the type of people that can do that and not dc put out a big tweet today that was like okay so when you leave the house now to go anywhere in dc you need three things you need if you're over 12 your proof of vaccination and if you're over 18 you need your proof of vaccination and your photo id like right i mean The Democrats have been sitting here telling us it's racist to ask people for a photo ID for years because so many people just can't get photo IDs. Like, and now you need it to, like, leave your house? Are you kidding me? Like, we're creating a society where it's stratified into the type of people who do their homework and have their vaccine passport on them and their photo ID at all times and a society of people who don't. And I'm okay a little bit with... But Alice, there's more to that. It's not... Mm -hmm. This is also, but the people who are resting on every word, still that these public health munchkins are are <laughs> saying, those people also have total faith in them, total faith. They seed over their own independent thought process. Where you would say today, for instance, you would say mm-hmm. today when I watched it, that Fauci wore no mask when he spoke to his right. Three feet away was Walensky, who wore two masks while she spoke. These are the people that know everything. Now, you would maybe look at that if you're a certain kind of personality and say, that's weird. And that's not only weird, but the display I'm seeing means that at least 50% of these people are disingenuous in one way or the other. Especially since after he was on, he'd throw his mask right back on. But she did. So, I mean, at some point, people are, are, are willfully willfully seeding their own thought process and their own critical process to critical thinking process, whatever it is, and just giving it up, just handing it right over. Oh, this is the kind of person who we'll just listen to and, you know, will just talk to us and we're only supposed to take their message down, et cetera, like that. This is not, this is not an interactive experience with Fauci. Just let him dispense and we'll just take it at something these people but and it's it's the same kind of thing but they're the same kind of people the same socioeconomic socioeconomic background who in a town a bucolic town like melrose massachusetts which is the town we always use will stand in front of the don't walk sign with no cars coming and look at it and (laughs) never ever consider walking right until they're told to but there are people who who and and for somebody i don't understand how 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 have people not lived a life where you've noticed 
that there are incompetence everywhere. There's incompetence. There are incompetent people all over the place. There are unethical people all over the place. There are opportunists all over the place. There are liars all over the place. How come that gets thrown away when it comes to a neighborhood or a, a community thing like dealing with COVID? You know what? What I would usually you do? You know what? But you they know why are it is? a bunch of people. <clears throat> you that... know why it is? Mm -hmm. Because they're on the same team. That's why it is. That's why. Because they'll see me walking down the street and they'll say, "Fat." white probably trump supporter probably a, a abuser probably all these all the different racist always mm -hmm. because i look like the other team their own team they trust everybody everybody's okay in our own team well right i mean but it's the same thing it's like and to use the example of melrose where we used to live right like a ton of people have black lives matter signs in their yard but they also spent a ton of time whining on the community page that there was not enough police enforcement of extremely minor traffic laws, right? And if you ever pointed out to them that over-enforcement of minor traffic laws was one of the huge things that led to a lot of the Black Lives Matter altercations that end up in the news, right? Um, you know, take like Eric Garner and the cigarettes, that's not a traffic law, but still, like, when you're sending in a ton of police to deal with tiny little minor infractions that you end up with bad situations that more often than not involve minorities, they like can't believe that those things are related because they've never had a bad interaction with the police. Right? Like they can't imagine that it could. They want the police enforcing right. standing around at the crosswalk stopping people all the time even though the people that they're likely to stop are going to be disproportionately like poorer people people from outside the community people of color whatever because that's what happens and they're like then if you point that out to them they're like are you calling the melrose police racist i'm like no i'm saying that when you talk about racist systems we're talking about people like you who demand over enforcement of ridiculous stupid tiny traffic laws because you expect the town or the city to be your HOA and like enforce ridiculous stuff in your neighborhood. What's an HOA? Homeowners Association. Oh, okay. Like the people on the streets in Melrose who demanded that the the speed limit be lowered to no more than 25 across the entire city so that you know they could then have cops out there enforcing it and then they complained it wasn't enforced enough because they bought a house on a busy street and then they were annoyed that cars went fast on the busy street right. where they bought the house so they want the town to step up and make their street slower like you bought it stop like it's just annoying and that's the type of stuff but they don't understand the connection between like demanding and creating all these rules and the pressures that that places on other people who don't live that way. But they can't, they lack the imagination to understand that. Well, and also, <clears throat> I think it has to do with this whole idea of privilege as well. And this whole thing where they're happy to talk about their their white privilege. And, and you know, that's why we have to have, and this was happening in towns like that forever where they had to have a, white privilege meet up every Tuesday night and then have to have the civil rights people in and talk about this is a sanctuary city. In other words, because, you know, we're so privileged here mm -hmm. that the other people who don't, who aren't like us, they don't get the opportunity to be this awesome. So we have to do something to show that, hey, we see that you want to be as good as us and so we're feeling for you. But also, if you've got, if you've got privilege based on your whiteness, <clears throat> nobody you can't like to try to be empathetic or try to uh contribute to the cause make yourself darker mm -hmm. it's not a possibility so your work is done by just mentioning the white privilege now you okay. don't mention wealth privilege yeah because that you can do something about Absolutely. and you definitely don't want to. <laughs> no. Do you remember in that town when the Trump tax cut passed and the Trump tax cut included a cap on your property tax deduction? And yes. a bunch of the people in the town went and lined up on December 31st of the previous year so that they could pay their property taxes for their million dollar homes in advance a year early so they could write them off on this year's taxes so that they could continue to take their big tax deduction. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
really? They complained that the thing was a tax cut for the wealthy, and then they, the wealthy, chose to try and use their wealth privilege to work out a loophole so that they wouldn't have to actually, like, suffer any consequences for, like, the one stupid loophole that Trump put a cap on in the entire tax code. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's truly insane behavior. Well, not only that, but but do you remember when you did the thing that stopped the Prop 2.5 override? Mm-hmm. And people said, well, like, yelled on Facebook. This is one probably said, well, you... Will you promise to donate to privately give to the schools? Remember, they were all upset. Yeah. And they got this big group together and yelled at us and said, well, you guys, you should be part. Yeah. If you're not going to have it tax-wise, you want to contribute to the schools, and you should. Let's do it privately. I wonder how that went. I wonder how mm. big the contribution was, the private contribution. The private contributions to the schools in Melrose are just fine. Our elementary school in that town of 200 kids, the PTO raised $40,000 the year our daughter was in first grade. $40,000 the PTO had to do boutique things in a school of 200 kids. Ooh, nice. I mean, it, that's really, like, it's obscene how much private money the schools raised. It was ridiculous. Like, well, I don't, I have, I actually don't mind if they're using it through the PTO. I, I'm saying that, in other words, we yeah, have, no, well, I don't, because, but- you, because you all voted against the Prop 2.5 override, that there has to be a tithing now mm-hmm. for everybody to apologize, essentially, for doing it. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> and... They told me when I pointed out that property taxes make it harder for diverse, quote unquote, people to move into your town. They told me that that was racist of me to say, because how dare I suggest that people of color uh, can't afford higher property taxes, which, again, we're talking about the systemic issue. Like, we know for a fact, you can look it up, that black families have lower net worth than white families do in this country. Now, you can say it's for whatever reason you want to say it is. You know, we know that black families have a harder time getting approved for mortgages, whether it's because of the lower net worth or they don't have relatives to loan them money for a down payment or whatever it is. I mean, like, there are a variety of reasons, right? Mm -hmm. That uh, our friends on the left like to call systems, right? (laughs) You know, like, it's a historical artifact of of various phenomena in the country right like but to then turn around and say that you're racist if you point out that black people are less able to afford big homes in rich towns with high taxes like i mean obviously that's true it has to be true we know it's true like you can look at the numbers right and it's nice to keep taxes low for everybody so that anybody can move to the town and live there and go to the nice schools but Whatever. Again, it's a question of, you know, all the systems of inequality in theory and then like not working out in practice. And it's the same stuff as like with all these COVID policies, right? Like it's all funny to laugh at the anti-vaxxers until they turn out to be, uh, you know, underprivileged people who lacked access to health care or lacked <sighs> access to whatever, right? Like it then then it's not so funny anymore, you know? And you'll see these stories. Do you remember the story of the um, the family that, like, assaulted a, a hostess stand in New York that was visiting from Texas because yes, they got yes. asked for their vaccination proof and all the left was all excited about the story and <clears throat> tweeting about it? Texans, unvaccinated Texans, attacked the hostess stand. And then it turned out they were a black family, so then the story right. disappeared. But... You know, whenever you confront progressives with the actual effects of their policies on the people that they claim to want to help all the time, they, you know, vanish into the woodwork and go into complete denial about it, right? Like, I mean, Liz Warren was out there last week. I can't believe we missed this last week. But she's out there saying that the high prices in grocery stores are because of monopolies in, like, the grocery store business. And she wants to break up big grocery, like Kroger. Like, she wants to break them up. I mean, like, what planet are we residing on? How would Liz Warren breaking up your grocery store company make your life better? Like, it's not going to do anything to help. The people that progressives say that they want to help are hurt by all their policies. Of course. All of them. And a, a lot of it is this thing where it's like, 
the progressives are more and more becoming the party of upper middle class people who think that oh, everybody God, should be upper middle class people. Well, Alice, you, 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 but also you hear them say, "You guys, ha- when we get, we get yelled at, you know, by these people who six months ago were yelling at us at town meetings, talking about." How uh, their cloth masks were scientifically proven to work and save lives everywhere, right? Which is now, now, uh, no longer operable as a phrase. It's not, it's not any guidance anymore. Now they're not effective, which we said the whole time. But that's fine. But they said they would yell at us and say, "Don't you understand? We want to get back to normal, right?" But they embodied the abnormal. <coughs> the best way to get back to normal is act normal. Yeah, getting back to normal is done by getting back to normal. You right. just have to get back to normal. That's how it works. Right. But this idea, no, don't you see that COVID shut everything down? COVID did the supply chain and COVID did the inflation and COVID did this. No, you and the people you vote for did that. All of that stuff. On March 13th, 2020, everything was running just fine. Right. It's like the stuff where Biden keeps tweeting these dumb graphs where it shows that he created the most jobs. And it's like such a joke. It's like, how can you seriously say that after Democratic governors across this country wrecked the economy for the entire last year of Trump's presidency and then put that on Trump and then suddenly give the jobs to Biden when the the governors give up on the zero COVID policies? Like, it's so, so disingenuous and so insane that it you have to laugh when you see these like graphs that the White House tweets about about jobs and stuff. It's out of control. Yeah, but they're out of ideas, of course, at this point, which is why now you've got Joe Biden in Georgia yelling to crowds of black people that Jim Crow is here and that the racists are gonna disenfranchise you more and you're gonna food deserts, you're gonna die, etc. Because of racism and, and, and white supremacy that's happening. Meanwhile, a a friend of mine, uh on social media Sent me this. He's got a school in. Uh, he's got a kid in high school. Mm-hmm. We have a. This is from the high school principal. We have a great opportunity to partner with Blank Hospital and other community stakeholders to encourage young black men who want to be part of the medical field. Our community cares about you. Black male students are invited to view the film and talk about how our community can support you in dreaming big and being successful. Who? Black male students. Date, yada, yada. At this time, location is the whatever lecture hall. During school lunch time, lunch will be provided. RSVP is by Wednesday. This is a solicitation to only the young black men in this school mm-hmm. to receive this program. This was sent to me by the parent of a white person in the school who's saying... How come my kid... Yes, well, based on skin color, is not being given an opportunity. Meanwhile, you got the guy at the top, like I said, in Georgia, scaring people, talking about white supremacy, et cetera, et cetera. This stuff is problematic. And this is a poison to society. And had a school done this thing in the name of some kind of conservative thing and or reversed it, Hell would break loose. There should be the ACLU should be there, obviously. There should be all sorts of civil rights people. Somebody should go to freaking jail, in my opinion. I mean, wait, wait, we're discriminating? And this is normalized systemic segregation in the schools? Mm Mm-hmm. Crazy. Only, no, no, no white. Sorry. Let me see your skin color. Yep. No. No, we've made a determination that your value is lesser than Mm -hmm. and that you don't get to have this. Only some others get to have this. Well, and it's especially bad because we have plenty of laws in place that are supposed to prevent this from happening. We have laws that are supposed to prevent hospitals from prioritizing certain races for healthcare. We have laws that are supposed to prevent schools from giving kids opportunity based on skin color. We have laws that are supposed to prevent, you know, businesses like Uber from providing free deliveries only to black owned businesses. I mean, that's the worst. But here's the thing is that those laws apparently only work one way. There's no. And that's not how they were advertised. They're supposed to work across the board, but they're not being utilized that way. 
I mean, like, which city was it in California that was giving a UBI, but only to people of color? Yeah, that's right. Right, Was it like Oakland or somewhere? I don't remember. It was a smaller place. But just think, think about this. So this is, this goes out to every parent in the school, Mm -hmm. including white parents and black parents. I mean, I think, I think that any sensible parent would look at this and say, this is no good. So now they, of course. Well, who wants your black kid to only be around black kids, too? Right, and so now it should be known. So now, if you want to go and yell at the board of education about this, you're on notice that uh, that uh, that uh, Miguel, uh, who's the guy? Is it Estrada? No, Miguel, whatever. The secretary of Cardona mm-hmm. of Education has worked with the um, board of education, the federal board of education people, and laundered through the Justice Department a fake letter. Which now the attorney general is using to scrutinize parents, saying you better shut up at these meetings. Right, and it's crazy because the the whole point of like the civil rights movement and all these laws and everything else was to provide equal opportunity to people regardless of race. Right, like that's what not to put too fine a point on. That's what segregation and all those things were about. We're providing opportunities to different people based on their race. And we put in place laws at a national level to prevent this. And instead, they're being used to do the exact opposite. The laws are being twisted into the exact opposite of what they were meant to do, which was to desegregate schools and provide equal opportunities to kids. You know, it's the same thing that they're trying to do with Title IX, where Title IX was put into the schools to prevent sex discrimination so that women would have an equal opportunity mm-hmm. and not have a hostile, impossible environment when they were in its schools and colleges. And that's now being twisted to provide student athletes, female student athletes of a fair shot in sports, to deprive female students of safe bathrooms and changing rooms and locker rooms and all that stuff, and to insist that they they be put in right, unsafe situations. Right, because there's a new kind of a woman, which is a man. Right. So all these things, everything that the Democrats say that these laws are meant to do, they end up getting used to do the exact opposite of what they say, which is why everything the government does is so freaking crazy dangerous and we should just dismantle the whole thing. Goodbye, Department of Education. Wasn't worth it. See ya. Like, I... It's they're they're dangerous and they should all go. Look at what OSHA is being used to do right now. OSHA's being used to force people to get a shot. Are we have we lost our minds? That's not what OSHA is for. Are we crazy? It's you have to to even imagine that that's what a workplace safety law is about where they tell you to like make sure people have hard hats that like people ha- now is being used to tell people like what medical procedures to get. That's crazy talk. That's insanity. That's I mean, but OSHA probably should never have existed in the first place. We should have just let businesses figure it out because it's not worth it. It's not worth what liberals will do to your government once they get their hands on it. Because these are dangerous, psychotic people. Do you know what USA Today did today? So they ran a story yesterday about uh, understanding pedophiles more. Mm -hmm. Good. So they ran this whole story and they tweeted about it. and they Not got... understanding as in dissecting what is pedophilia, but getting in the minds of a... Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so they had this whole tweet thread that they ended up deleting because <laughs> they got too embarrassed. But they wrote this. We think we know what a pedophile is. There's a lot more misunderstanding. <laughs> in recent decades, the science on pedophilia has improved. Oh, good. The science has improved. That's always a good sign. I love when the science improves to what crazy leftists need it to be this week. That's good. The science on pedophilia has improved. That's my fear about the science, quote unquote. One of the most significant findings is that pedophilia is likely determined in the womb, though environmental factors may influence whether someone acts on an urge to abuse. The evidence suggests it's inborn. It's neurological, said James Cantor, PhD, a sex researcher and expert on pedophilia. You can't be punitive if it's natural. Uh, anybody who's a so-called sex researcher and expert on pedophilia, I want yeah. on a, just a watch list, yes. just as a blanket rule. When most of the public thinks of pedophilia, they assume it's synonymous with child sexual abuse. A pedophile is an adult who is sexually attracted to children, but not all pedophiles abuse kids. And some people who sexually abuse kids are not pedophiles. 
Anna Salter, a psychologist, author, and internationally recognized expert who's done over 500 evaluations of high-risk sex offenders, said there is overlap between pedophiles and child molesters, but they aren't the same. No. No, definitely. Experts say pedophiles can be taught Somebody was uh, was uh, fondling my three-year-old naked. Well, was he a pedophile? No. Oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Experts say pedophiles can be taught self-control. Uh, James Cantor said pedophiles need better access to therapy, which can be difficult since those afflicted may be ashamed to seek help or worried about being reported to the authorities if they do. Salter said treatment Are they for living in the shadows? pedophiles so should is- be encouraged. <laughs> Pedophiles may not have control over the fact that they are attracted to kids, but they are responsible for whether they do or don't act on it, Salter said. So the article then goes on and blah, blah, blah. But you get the idea is we are trying to create a normalization of this based on the fact that pedophiles were born that way, which is funny to me because it goes back to like the raw Dreher that will never happen, and when it does, you bigots will deserve it. Like, mm-hmm. people said this when we started in with this whole born that way narrative for people being gay, which, by the way, like, I don't fully buy that gay people or pedophiles or anybody else is, like, 100% born that way. Like, we know, for example, that people who are abused as children are much more likely to abuse children when they're an adult. I guess so. I don't know what we know. Like we, so we know that being molested is like higher risk. We know that lots of gay people are molested as children too. So like, I mean, I think there's stuff there that psychologically happens. Like, I think it's a combination of factors, right? Like, some of which are born that way, and some of which mm-hmm. are life sure. factors, right? Sure. So I think it's like a combination of things. But people said when we went down the born that way route for justifying gay marriage and all that stuff that that would lead to people saying born that way for child molesters because they are probably are equally born that way to gay people like there's no reason why a gay person would have an innate attraction to certain people and a, somebody who's a pedophile's attraction wouldn't be innate i believe the pedophile's attraction to children probably is they can't control it right like sure you can't control who you're attracted to but <laughs> but yeah I mean, the whole idea of the conversation was just because you're attracted to someone, does that mean you have to have sex with them, right? Like, and that was a conversation that used to be a conversation that we had about gay people, but we don't have any more because that's considered conversion therapy, right? Like, and I mean, that's a conversation that lots of like devout Catholics and stuff had for a long time. I think that there is a reason why like a celibate priesthood tended to attracted people with um like sexual proclivities that weren't strictly normal in in churches that have a celibate priesthood not to name any names but i you know it's just interesting to me that it's like one of these connections that people said was going to be made when we like normalized all this other stuff and now they are absolutely trying to normalize pedophilia under the same umbrella of of like it's they're funny how they put they it out there and then retract it. it like the map dude he was like yeah, yeah well map and then he was like oh, okay yeah the article mentioned him too and they're like research does show that they are right because I think map dude was non-binary or whatever was he? but I think so but I yeah I mean. I think it's an interesting conversation to have. I mean, like, we all are attracted to people all the time that we don't have sex with, right? Like, Not you. Not me. No, obviously not. The only person I'm attracted to, I married. As you attested with your working blue. So, no, you worked blue. But, um, you know, I mean, clearly there are people who do cheat on their spouses and stuff who, like, even though they couldn't help that they were attracted to the other person, they made a choice to go sleep with them, right? Like, so we as a society do recognize that you can be attracted to people without sleeping with them. Of course. So, like, why are we getting special think pieces on pedophiles as if they have to do something special that nobody else has to do? Well, why do you think so? What is... I, I I would say that the move is to crush convention. That's what that's what it is. Crush convention. Crush every institution. Crush marriage. Crush, crush the gender norms. Crush 
uh, the sanctity of motherhood, of womanhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is. Sort of, well, oh. because I think that having like a family, right? Like, I think that it, the, the article acts like it's some big burden on pedophiles. They have to not offend and they have to learn strategies to not molest children. Like, no, no. Anybody who has a marriage is being asked to not sleep with anybody else on planet Earth that they might be attracted to. Right? Like, well, right. So they're all being asked to control their random urges all the time. Or you, like, can't have a relationship, can't have a family, can't do anything, can't function. So, what is this thing where it's like we need to satisfy every desire right now? And if I can't, then I need, like, special therapy because it's not fair to me that I can't do whatever I want every minute. (laughs) But, like, I see normalization of, um, of, like, cheating and infidelity happening too, don't you? You You hear these stories from. Bucolic uh, progressive towns about uh, swingers. Well, swingers certainly, but like also, I feel like people. I lately, I've like seen so many people, especially progressives, like making a lot of excuses for people who cheat on their spouses. Really? Like, I feel like it used to be like much more frowned upon. And then uh, who was the guy? I think it was the guy running for uh, senator in Virginia. Um, uh, yeah, the former governor. The guy who was uh, down in Brazil with his girl. No, no, no. No, oh, okay. uh, no this recent one. Camera cam. I forget. Anyway, he was cheating on his wife uh, with a woman. And, like, a ton of lumpies were, like, because his texts with this other woman got leaked. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. They were, like, romantic texts to her. Mm-hmm. Right? And a bunch of people were, like, oh, my gosh, it's so cute. It's such a wholesome relationship. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, and, like, he's cheating cheating like that's fine well sometimes people are messy and like make mistakes i don't know like how can you blame like i feel like there's a lot of that going around and like i think more and more people are sort of taught by society that like whatever you feel like doing at any given moment like can't really be bad i really wanted to do it i couldn't help my desire to do it right Isn't that like, interesting the fact that the like this making excuses and allowances for like Really, kind of deviance when you're dealing with kids, certainly, to mm-hmm. to to make it more acceptable. Meanwhile, but deviance as I talked about like, with it was mm-hmm. I talked about three weeks ago with Jane in the virtual reality world. Mm-hmm. If you fake grope a woman there, then it's treated as if it's an actual chaser around the office desk situation. Right. I mean, and I think that I think that this sort of the way society is trying to, like, indulge everything everybody feels at any given moment. I felt like I was groped. I really liked the guy, so I just had to cheat on my husband. I just really was attracted to the kid. Well, like, it, it, I, I mean, like, it's all, it's on a continuum, obviously. I'm not trying to say people who cheat are child molesters, but I'm like... Or progressivism, which assumes that there's somebody, usually an angry white man like me, who is treating you badly as a result of something the angry like man man like me is going to beat up the trans person using the 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 bathroom that he wants to the angry person like me is going to be mean to gays and is going to be mean to this confused person i'm gonna want to beat the tar out of the the guy who molested the kid right isn't there this empathy towards the miscreant that that comes as or not the miscreant or whatever this empathy that comes with the in other words, the enemy of that guy who looks like Tom Shattuck right there is who I will embrace no matter what that person is or has done. I mean, I guess, yeah. It's like always empathy for the person who's in the wrong. It seems like we don't want to send the person to jail. That would be mean. Yes, but they assume wanna... that, like, you know what? If if if, if Tom Black... Shattuck wants them to go to jail, they're probably good. Exactly. And we should let the 11-year-old, you know, have uh, top surgery because some jerk like Tom Shattuck, who's that kid's father, will be abusive and wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So we'll be the better person than him. I think there's. I think at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. That's the binary thing that, that's hap- that happens with people. They say, and you can just tell, you know, it's what they nudged like Trump into, this idea of him. That's why, like, Republican presidents and always and, and, and candidates always are nudged into this template, like into this straw man um, um, 
the straw man uh, pigeonholed. Cal was Cunningham in North Carolina. That was the Senate. What guy. am I thinking Sorry. of? Our, what, what, uh, our uh, cliche. Mm-hmm. They're always nudged into the cliche. Trump, of course, big, fat, racist, rapist, this, that. Romney, miser, businessman, cut people, gave them cancer, doesn't give a crap about any of them. You know, McCain, old, mean, racist, ungraceful, like Barack Obama was graceful. Bush was a former druggie and drunk from a patrician family, stupid over here, but at the same time maniacal, controlled by Cheney. I mean, it's always the thought that the other side, the left thinks that anybody who disagrees with them is the worst possible thing. And so, you know, if somebody's parents are saying, hey, we're worried about Johnny, that Johnny wants to be uh, Sally now and just start taking drugs. They always, they look at the parents and they say, look at that guy. Yeah, you know what? Because he's an uh, abusive piece of crap. <laughs> That's all it takes. The left are, are just emotional. That's It's just emotions. That's it. There's no, there's no thought here. That's why Biden's going down there and not doing the X's and O's of the voting bill. He's saying you're going to be slaves. Mm-hmm. That's right. You're all racist. You're George Wallace and Jefferson Davis, even though he's Mr. George Wallace and Jefferson Davis from back in his own Senate career. But, you know, anything. Might I play the outro music? You may play the outro music, honey. Look, you made it through another great show. No, I don't know how many of them I have in me. I'll <laughs> okay. You can find us on Twitter to encourage Tom to keep going. Uh, and we are at Burn Barrel Pod. He's at Tom Shattuck. I'm at Alice Shattuck. We're also at Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. We're also at Burn Barrel Podcast.com. Burn Barrel Podcast at gmail.com. And we have a Rumble channel, Burn Barrel Podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.